Hello, my brothers and sisters, and happy Palm Sunday. This is Contemplate where I hope that you can come to personally know Jesus by using your imagination and the Gospels. Let us begin with a prayer. O oh Jesus, who is so vulnerable, on the cross you thirsted for our souls. Send forth your Spirit upon us so that we may know of your thirst for us. Amen. I want to tell you today about how much Jesus thirsts for your soul, how vulnerable he is. Vulnerable means the willingness or, or being open to, to being hurt. And so if you were somewhere uh, at an event and you saw another kid that um, there was something that you, that I think that, that I would be really good friends with that kid. And you go up to him and you say, hi, I'm so-and-so, want to be my friend? And they said, no, you would be really hurt, right? Like, why don't they want to be my friend? And that's being vulnerable, doing things where you could be hurt. And Jesus is the most vulnerable person who ever lived. So vulnerable that he allows himself to desire our love so much. He thirsts for our love. And when we don't give it to him, he is wounded. He is hurt. So I hope that today we can come to know that more. Um, but first, I'm going to tell you a story from Genesis and a story from Exodus. A story in the Garden of Eden and a story in the desert. In Genesis, in chapter 2, after Jesus made Adam and he had made all the animals. And he brings all the animals in front of Adam, and Adam names all the animals. But Adam is Adam is a little sad because there's there's no there's no one like him there. And and the father sees this. And so the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man, and while he slept took one of his ribs and closed up its place with flesh. So he took a rib out of the side of Adam and he forms that rib into a woman. And he brings her to the man and Adam says, This at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Adam and Eve, they were made for each other. And Adam, before Eve was there, he longed for something that he didn't know. <laughs> you know, he looked at the animals and he saw that they were not like them. And he longed, he longed for a partner. And so God made woman to be his bride to be united with with man out of the side of adam became his bride now for the story in the desert out of exodus after the israelites uh, were delivered from egypt 
and God parts the Red Sea and they go through the Red Sea and all their enemies are killed and they, they dance and they sing and then they go a little ways off in the desert and you know what? They are thirsty. <laughs> and they start to say to Moses, why did you bring us in the desert? Like, there, there's nothing here. Why didn't we just die back there in the Red Sea like the Egyptians? Did you Were there no graves in Egypt that you could bury us in? Did you have to bring us out here to kill us? And, and Moses goes, goes to the Lord and he says, What shall I do with this people? They are ready to stone me. And God says to Moses, Take the staff that you held out of the Red Sea, Aaron's staff, and go and strike the rock at Horeb. And you shall strike the rock and water will come out of it and the people will drink. And Moses did this. He struck the rock and a great stream of water poured forth and all the Israelites were able to drink of the stream and they were thirsty no more. So let us begin our, our meditation with a prayer to the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of thy faithful and enkindle in them the fire of thy love. I want you to imagine once again that you are at the foot of the cross with Mary and John and Mary Magdalene. And Jesus is almost ready to die. He has been hanging on the cross now for three hours. And his body is just barely alive. He can barely push himself up to, to breathe anymore. And he says two words. He says, I thirst. And indeed, he must have been thirsty because most of his blood has been poured forth from the scourging and from the nails. He probably has almost no blood left in his body and no water either, and he must have thirsted. But mostly he is thirsting for you to appreciate what he is doing for you. He desires your love, and he is hurt when we do not give it to him. He is hurt, but not, not offended. He's hurt, but he doesn't hold us against it, us. No matter what we do to Jesus, we can always immediately turn to him, and he will always be there with open arms. Because the people who are killing him, as he's dying in horrible agony, he looks down and he says, Father, forgive them, they know not what they do. Even to the people who killed him. So you can never do anything to Jesus that you can't turn around and ask for his forgiveness and he will be there with open arms. I always remember that. But he thirsts for your love. And then he summons his last breath and he says, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. And his body slumps and you see his head falls on his chest. And his whole body relaxes and it hangs from the nails in his hands and he is dead. And the gospel tells us that because the next day 
was the Passover, was the day of preparation. They would not let the bodies remain on the cross. So the soldiers came, and the other two men on the cross, they broke their knees so that they would die. Because on the cross, you actually die of suffocation. You have to push up with your feet for every breath. And when your knees are broken, you can no longer push up and you die. But they come to Jesus, and he is already dead. And a soldier takes his spear, and he thrusts it into his side. And the Apostle John tells us, at once there came out blood and water. Jesus already spilled all of his blood, and he's thirsty because there's no water left in his body. But miraculously, blood and water shoot forth from his side. And Jesus, thirsting for us, he is thirsting for his bride, the church, because we all together are the church. We are his bride. And from his side pours forth the blood and water, the living water, which is baptism, and the blood, which is the Eucharist. And from his side comes forth the church. Out of the side of Adam was formed his bride, Eve. And out of the side of Christ is formed his bride, the church, who is us. And he longs to bring his bride close to him, that the two may become one. Just close your eyes. Keep your eyes closed. And just see Jesus there on the cross with the blood and water pouring forth from his side. And he is gone, but he still thirsts for us. And as we close, I want to read to you from uh, writings of the servant of God, Louisa Picaretta, who is, who is a little lady who didn't receive more than a first grade education and who was paralyzed, but who is very close to Jesus. And Jesus spoke to her and she said, and he says about this, my child, after I gave everything, I wanted this lance to open a shelter for all souls inside this heart of mine. Opened, it will cry out continuously, Come into me if you want to be saved. In this heart, you will find sanctity, and you will make yourself saints. You will find relief in affliction, strength in weakness, peace in doubts, company in abandonment. O souls who love me, if you really want to love me, come to dwell in this heart forever. Here you will find true love in order to love me, and ardent flames for you to be consumed completely in love. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad.